Well, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Great to see all of you joining us here on Wednesday night for our time in the Word of God in the middle of the week. Oh, what each day brings. As we talked about Sunday, Habakkuk prayed. I hope it's been your prayer. Oh Lord, revive Your work in the midst of our years. Oh Lord, revive Your work in the midst of our years. In the midst of our years, make it known. I hope you're praying for God to move in the hearts of men and women all over the world. Praying for the global church and praying for First Baptist Church Dixon. As I mentioned to you the other day, oh my friends, let's be patient with one another. Uh, let's think the best of one another. Our leadership seeks to be informed and keep you informed as best we can during these days of virus and all of the dangers and all the rest that we try to avoid in carrying out our work. And we had a good group on Sunday. I know many of you are still waiting and that's okay. You're still joining us uh, on uh, YouTube channel or also on Facebook. However you choose to do it, we're glad that you've joined us and I'm glad you're with us tonight. Still on our a limited schedule, not able to meet in person. So we thank the Lord for these days and we go forward with what we have. Think the best for one another. Pray for one another. And tell the world about Jesus. That's what we must do. Well, tonight I want to focus a little bit more and do some teaching, a little bit more teaching than exhorting you tonight. I want to remind you of the foundation the means, the power that brings revival in our personal lives and in the life of the church. That is the wonderful, blessed Holy Spirit of God. And so we'll be turning tonight to 1 John chapter 4. If you'd like to find your place in 1 John chapter 4, that's where we'll be tonight. And I'm glad that you've taken the time to join me either live or some other time during the week. I hope this is a blessing to you uh, these Bible studies together as I seek to share my heart with you during these days of trouble. And the Lord is with us, and I want to encourage you. Heavenly Father, thank You for my brothers and sisters. Whatever's come their way this week, whatever blessings, whatever troubles, whatever new changes You've brought to their life, may they be able to say and give thanks for this is the will of God for them in Christ Jesus. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord, for all You do for us. Thank You, Lord, for bringing into our lives what You do. We pray for the world. We pray for revival in our church and around the world and awakening. Hear our prayers, O Lord. Have mercy on us. In wrath, remember mercy. How we pray that You would warm the hearts of Your people. Warm the hearts of those who hear me tonight. May they come out of their own weakness and fear and may they stand strong in the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, thank You for sending the Holy Spirit to fill us and to empower us and to teach us and to encourage us all along the way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, tonight we're going to read 1 John chapter 4. This entire chapter is a chapter John gives describing the characteristics, the qualities of reviving power from the Holy Spirit. If you see these kinds of results, you'll see that revival is starting to happen. 
in a person's individual life or in the life of a church. <clears throat> I'd like for you to read with me First uh, John chapter 4, beginning in verse 1 through verse number 6. First John 4, verse 1 through verse 6. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, of which you have heard that it is coming, and now it is already in the world. You are from God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is He who is in you than he who is in the world. They are from the world, therefore they speak as from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God, He who knows God listens to us. He who is from, not from God does not listen to us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Heavenly Father, be our teacher now and bless the reading of Your Word. In Jesus' name, Amen. Well again, our focal truth for tonight coming from 1 John chapter 4 is this, that revival is the work of the Holy Spirit among His people. Sounds like a very basic thing, but it is foundational. There is no revival without the work of the Holy Spirit. Let me say it again, our focal truth. Revival is the work of the Holy Spirit among His people. So, some questions as I always get us going. First of all, do you know how the Holy Spirit works in your life? As you've become a Christian and you've heard about the Holy Spirit, do you have a personal experience with the work of the Holy Spirit in your life? You should. It's very important for you to do that. And here we learn some of the things that we learn about the Holy Spirit is what He puts in our minds. He, he teaches us. He gives us knowledge, understanding, wisdom. He directs our paths. He demonstrates to us from the Word of God and teaches us the way we go. There are many things. He empowers us in our weakness. So do you, do you know how the Holy Spirit works in your life? In fact, are you aware of God's power in your life when you're at your weakest point? Paul said, how did, how did he say it? When I am weak, He is strong. Have you experienced your in your fainting and weakness and your fear and dread and troubles, God's power surging through you and filling you and giving you strength? Have you come to have a greater love for others? It's an unusual question to ask, but you see, when revival comes, we grow in our love for one another. When the Holy Spirit of God comes to move in our life, he gives us a great love for each other. Really. Have you come to have a greater love in your life for others? For other believers and love for those who are lost in their sins. You see, all of these things remind us of God, the Holy Spirit, being the source of reviving life. We looked at this in detail a few Wednesday nights ago. Many of you come and you follow along with me every Wednesday night. I'll read it again to you from John 6.63. <clears throat> the Lord Jesus said, It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. It is the Spirit that gives life. It's not knowledge that gives life. It's not relationships with other Christians that give life. They can encourage us, 
But only the Holy Spirit of God gives spiritual life and power and vitality. And in these days, we must understand how to live in the vitality and power of the Holy Spirit of God. That's why we've seen over and over, like I've shared with you in Psalm 119, revive me, revive me, revive me, revive me. Before I can pray for you to be revived and our church to be revived, I must ask God to revive me. So we learned tonight about the Holy Spirit. So I have several observations from, for you coming from the Scriptures. I'm going to give you the observation and read the verses that go with it. First of all, first observation is this. The Spirit of God increases love for the Lord Jesus Christ. So when there is real revival that comes in my life and in the life of the church, there is a growing increase, an increase in the love for the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's, let's read these verses again. Verse 2 and 3. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. So what is it? It is that beautiful picture of confessing, and along with confessing there is that love in our heart, the genuine love for the Lord Jesus Christ, virgin born, crucified, lived a perfect life of righteousness on our behalf, obeyed God, perfectly did the will of God, rose from the dead, ascended to heaven, and praise God is coming soon. There's a love for the Lord Jesus Christ. John goes on and says, 1 John 4, 3, Every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of Antichrist, of which you have heard that it is coming and now it is in the world. Antichrist is already in the world. The spirit of Antichrist is all around. The spirit of God and the spirit of Antichrist. Notice, Antichrist. The spirit that is against Christ. Do you love the Lord Jesus Christ? What did the Lord say is the greatest commandment? You shall love the Lord God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. Do you love the Lord? You see, as the Holy Spirit comes to do a work in my life, I love the Lord. I love Him. A love that confesses that Jesus is the Son of God. In fact, look at uh, 1 John 4.15. Whoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwells in Him. You see, to confess that Jesus is the Son of God means to submit to Him as Lord. To surrender to His, to His Lordship and to Him as Savior of the world. So when we confess ourselves as followers of Jesus and confess Jesus as Lord, it, it is an expression of our love for Him and our desire to follow Him as our Lord. Now the Lord Jesus said in Matthew 10.32, Whoever shall confess Me before men... When you love somebody, you're not ashamed of them. Whoever shall confess me before men, him will I confess before my Father in heaven. Paul said, Romans 15.9, a little bit of an obscure verse, but it's important. Romans 15.9, I will confess to you among the Gentiles and sing to your name. You see, we aren't ashamed to confess Jesus Christ as our Lord. And where revival comes and the Holy Spirit of God comes, there is a growing great love for the Lord Jesus Christ. What was the Lord saying to Peter as he walked on the beach with him just before he ascended to heaven? Peter, do you love me? 
He asked me, Mike, do you love me? Well, the Lord Jesus said, if you love me, you'll do what I say. If you love me, you'll do what I say. Do you love the Lord Jesus? First, first uh, evidence of the work of the Holy Spirit for revival is a growing, increasing love for the Lord Jesus Christ. Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. Whoever loves the Father loves the child born of Him. 1 John 5, 1. So the Holy Spirit revival comes when, we're, when there's restoration of our love for the Lord Jesus Christ. What did the Lord say to that church in Revelation? You've lost your first love. Have you lost your first love? Oh, may the Holy Spirit warm your heart again to the Lord Jesus Christ and may you love Jesus. May you love Jesus. Second observation. The Spirit of God resists the work of Satan and the world. When revival comes, not only do we have an increasing love for the Lord, but we have a resistance toward the work of Satan and the work that he's doing and the conformity and demands of the world. Let's look at this. 1 John 4, verses 4 and 5. You are from God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is He who is in you than he who is in the world. They are from the world. Therefore they speak as from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God. He who knows God listens to us. He who is not from God does not listen to us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So here's, here's a very important truth for us. The work of Satan in the world. Think about it. We resist when the Holy Spirit of God is working in our life. We resist... Satan's kingdom of encouraging and establishing sin. That's what he's, he came to kill, steal, and destroy. How does he do it? By drawing us into sin and establishing us in sin. Making us question God and making us live in the world of rebellion and hostility against God. You see, the Spirit of God is in the world, but also the Holy Spirit fights and resists Satan and Antichrist, the spirit of Antichrist in the world that leads people to carry out and live in sin. Here it is. It's very important for us to see. You see, Satan is the God of this world, the Lord Jesus said. His kingdom and domain is strong and powerful. He keeps all of those who are not saved. He blinds the minds of the unbelieving so they will not believe. But when the Holy Spirit of God comes, we resist Satan's kingdom. We, we ask God to deliver us from it and give us power over it. And the other thing is the world. Resisting the world. In fact, listen to 1 John 2, 15 and 16. Before I do, again, let me read this to you. They are from the world. <clears throat> Greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. 1 John 4, 4. They are from the world. They speak as from the world. When you're around the world, the world talks like the world does. It doesn't talk about God or the things of God. 1 John 2, 15. Love not the world, neither the things in the world. If any man... Loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. The, the love, for all that's in the world, the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life, it's not from the Father, but of the world. How attached are you to the world? You see, the more the Holy Spirit of God gets a hold of you, the less comfortable you are with the world, with all the things of the world, with the media and the shows of the world and the talk of the world. You, it troubles you. You feel a resistance and an opposition toward it and an unwillingness to have it. So when the Holy Spirit comes, 
First of all, there's an increase in our love for the Lord. Second, when the Holy Spirit comes, we resist the work of Satan and the world. Third observation, the Spirit of God creates a greater love for Scriptures as God's truth. When revival comes, this book becomes so precious to us. It becomes so precious to us. In fact, look at these words in verse number 6. 1 John 4, 6. We are from God. He who knows God listens to us. Now John's writing that about himself, us. Who's the us there? It's the apostles. All this wonderful New Testament we have given to us as a gift from the apostle fathers that are our brothers and our fathers in the faith who the Holy Spirit of God brought back to their minds the truths of God from the Gospels all the way to the end of the book of Revelation. Oh, the blessed work of the apostles. And you see, those of us who know Jesus Christ and experience revival, we have a greater love for the Scriptures as God's truth. You see, love for God's truth means we love the messengers that gave them gave us the Word of God. In John 14, 17, John said to the apostles, The Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, I will give to you, because it does not see Him or know Him, but you know Him because He abides in you. What was true for the first apostles is true for all of us. The same Holy Spirit who came to fill them and abide in them and fill their minds with the truth and the things that they needed to say for us to give us guidance is the same Holy Spirit in us in these generations to follow that connects to spiritual words and spiritual truth. You see, the carnal man, Paul says, the fleshly man cannot receive the things of the Spirit. They're foolishness. But to the spiritual man, we compare spiritual words with spiritual things and the Holy Spirit puts them together. That's why we come these days of pandemic and trouble, and we ask the Holy Spirit of God to teach us from the Word of God, and He puts things in order and gives us knowledge and assurance and wisdom so that we might live as God's people. First observation. Let me move along so I can get through these. The Spirit of God increases love for the Lord Jesus. Second observation. The Spirit of God resists the work of Satan and the world. Third observation. The Spirit of God creates a greater love for Scriptures as God's truth. And the fourth of these observations becomes very important. The Spirit of God creates a spirit of love for God and fellow man. Let's look at verse number 7. 1 John, 1 John 4, 7. Beloved, and I say to you, my beloved, Beloved, let us love one another. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is from God. And everyone loves, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. You know how you can know if you're saved? If you love others. Do you have hate in your life for somebody? Do you have hatred? It's a terrible thing to ask, but it's very important. Do you have real hatred in your life for someone? Why would you hate them? How can you hate somebody else? for whom Christ died. How can you hate those who are your brothers and sisters in Christ? Why would you live like that? Hey, a man told me one time, well, you know, I just don't trust anybody that does leadership in a church. I've despised them. Why would you despise the leaders of the church? Because someone has done something to you in the past, 
So you make a blanket statement that that's the way everybody is. I, I've been appealing to us as a church to learn how to be kind to one another, to think the best of one another, to not judge each other's motives as being wrong and sinister and wicked. I'm going to read it again to you here. You see, because this mark of the Holy Spirit and revival is as important as the power of God and the love for Scriptures and the love for the Lord Jesus Christ. He says this very, it's very clear. Beloved, let us love one another. That means us in church. We've got to love each other. There's no pride in you ignoring people in your church, walking away from them or speaking critically or gossiping about them to someone else. Let us love one another. For love is from God. You love other people because God has put the love of God, the love of, of God in you. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. This, this thing about loving other people becomes very important. Those who love others, God is in them. There's another verse, 1 John 4.12. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us. Love is perfected in us. So these things become very important for us. Think about this. How do I show my love for others? I love other people like the Lord loved me unconditionally. I love them and I think the best for them and of them. And I don't hold things against them. I forgive them. I'm patient. I'm kind. I'm gentle. I'm tender hearted with them just as I wish them to be with me. Oh, the Holy Spirit of God creates a spirit of love for God and also for our fellow man and for our brothers and sisters in Christ. Four observations. Number one, the Spirit of God increases love for the Lord Jesus Christ. That's revival. Second, the Spirit of God resists the work of Satan in the world. That's revival. Third, the Spirit of God creates a greater love for Scriptures as God's truth. That's revival. Fourth, the Spirit of God creates a spirit of love for God and our fellow believer and fellow man. Well, some things to remember tonight as we finish up our time. Number one, the Holy Spirit giving revival is real revival. Holy Spirit revival is real revival. That's what revival is. It's not a series of meetings, though it can have meetings that come from it when the Holy Spirit begins to work. Uh, it is Holy Spirit revival. It's sent, it's blessed, it's sovereignly given by the Holy Spirit of God to the church. That's what we pray for. Holy Spirit revival is real revival. Second, the spirit of Antichrist is real in the world today. Antichrist spirit is real. Opposing the Lord Jesus Christ. To name the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why well, I can't imagine I'm saying this. Can get you in trouble in places in America. Can you imagine that? It's true. Love for the Lord Jesus grows when the Spirit is at work in your life. Oh, my friend, do you know this today? Do you know this today? Do you have a growing, greater love for the Lord? The Holy Spirit's putting that there. And finally, love for others grows in revival. I'm praying that God will give us great patience and understanding with each other in these very hard times as we make hard decisions about how we meet together when we don't meet together and that we might love each other regardless of the differences in our opinion about things and we love each other and forgive the past. We love each other and forgive the past.
Now for daily use, what do we do? Well, be filled with the Spirit. Be being filled with the Spirit. Second, praise the Lord Jesus Christ and express to Him your love for Him. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus because He first loved me. Sing it to the Lord. Finally, seek time in God's Word. It will keep you from error. It's the Spirit of truth. It will direct you to the ways of God and the purposes of God. So what do we learn tonight? Well, this wonderful truth, 1 John chapter 4, verse number 2. By this you know the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. Heavenly Father, thank You for this blessed time together. Oh, Holy Spirit, revive us again. Thank You, Lord. We love Jesus because You help us. We love the Word of God. We resist Satan and the world. And we love our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. All because of the Holy Spirit's work. Help me, Holy Spirit, to love those that have done me wrong. For my friends to pray the same thing. Love those who are our enemies and pray for those who use us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Well, may the Lord bless you. I hope you can be with us Sunday. If you're feeling confident, I understand these are very dangerous days. These are very serious days. We've had a great group coming. Uh, but if you cannot join us in person, you can always join us online and we'd love that. Please send me any information if I can help in any way. Call, text, email. I'll contact you. We'll visit. We'll do whatever. Pray for one another in these days and may the Lord bless you. And I will see you Sunday, Lord willing.